you have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention, to create subconscious beliefs that serve you, and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hey, hey, joyful souls. It is Penny here, and I am just so freaking excited to be here with you today. I have a special guest, and she's not just a guest. She's become a friend, and I can't wait for her to share her story with you. So who I have with me today is Tina, and Tina is an ADHD life coach. She's a certified hypnotist, but here's the kicker. She used to be a competitive athlete. She's a seamstress. She actually told me that for most of her life, she's been really, really good at a lot of things, but not masterful at any of them. She called herself a jack of all trades, which I think that resonates with most of us. Like we move through life and we're looking for what lights us up and for what's our passion. But she has been on a journey the last 20 years of personal self-development and we connected through a very beneficial program, which you've heard me talk about before, TCP. We're going to talk a little bit about that and, and talk about her story because her transformation in the last six months specifically has just been crazy wild. And we're excited to share it with you. Welcome, Tina. Thank you for coming on Design Your Destiny. Hi, Penny. I am absolutely thrilled to be here with you, and I'm honored. I have so much respect and admiration for you, and I'm so grateful. You were my hypnosis mentor. You taught me everything that I know, and as a result, you changed my life. So thank you. Oh, you're you're welcome. And it's something, you know, not to downplay it, but it's what I do. It's what I'm here to do. And <laughs> and I love it. And, you know, you and I, but before we started the recording, we were just going to chat for like five minutes and kind of get a feel for where this is going to go. And 30 freaking minutes passed, right? Because <laughs> we get so excited and so passionate about this. It just absolutely went wild. So I would love for you to share with the listeners you know, where did you start with all of this? Because you talk about like you've been on a journey of 20 years of personal development and, you know, how, you know, within your business and your personal life, there was something that needed to change. I'll let you tell that story. Yeah, um, I had, I'd been on a journey of self-development for 20 years and the best way to summarize it would be, you know, I'm trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And six, seven years ago, I received an ADHD diagnosis and that rocked my world, but it also made so much sense. And so I started just seeking out different ways to navigate my world through this new uncharted territory. And you know, it caused me to delve a little bit deeper. And that's when I ended up becoming an ADHD coach. But then what really transformed specifically in the last six months was, you know, bringing the hypnosis piece into it. I'd been exploring hypnosis and self-hypnosis for about a year and a half. I was introduced to it through TCP, Jim Fortin's program, which was amazing. I have so much gratitude for that program, but it, it truly was stepping into hypnosis, becoming certified, and 
that's what really allowed me to unlock all of my potential to where I am today. So, yeah, I, I just can't say enough about the impact that Jim Fortin has had on my life and my business because his his biggest theme is if you're in business, your business is a reflection of you. So until you straighten out your own inner ish, yeah. that's not going to follow. Yeah. And the things that I learned in that program, I have integrated that within my hypnosis practice. And I don't even call what I do hypnosis anymore. I, I call it insight alignment transformation methodology because there's more to it than that. And, you know, there are a lot of people who say, oh, no, you just need hypnosis. One session, boom, knock it out. No, there are a lot of other pieces to the puzzle or we're going to find ourselves repeating in other areas of our life some of the same patterns. Now, within Jim's program, you you were introduced to hypnosis. It's a part of the process, the subconscious reprogramming. How far did that get you in terms of the style? And where were you basically at the end of the program? Because I know it made a huge difference in your life, but sometimes we need multiple Something tools. extra. Yeah. yeah, it definitely, there was a lot of tools in there. Um, I use them on a regular basis. Uh, I actually share a lot of the tools with my clients. Uh, some of them... I'd learned when I went through my ADHD certification, but this was more um, in depth and it really had this spiritual holistic aspect to it. And so it took me to a particular place where I had gained new insight and perspectives, but the, I needed something more needed, wanted, desired. I still felt like I was missing this really big piece of the puzzle. And that's like the really big distinguisher between, you know, just coaching or coaching and having that transformational hypnosis experience. And yeah, the hypnosis, it just really gave me the insight to delve into a really the deep layers of my soul and gave me this full acceptance of self, like full, whole, and complete. It, it was remarkable. I mean, you mentioned before we began recording that you were in this place where you hadn't fully stepped in the way that you desired. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I was still holding back in life. And part of it was on the exterior, I look like a pretty put together person. Um, I had had a lot of success in life, but I had this imposter syndrome that was that was there, and I couldn't quite pinpoint it. So, to everybody on an external level, I looked like you know I was you know organized and together, and and I'd had you know really um, a successful career. I'd done successful accomplishments as an athlete and um, inside I didn't feel that way. I had this layer of shame and embarrassment because of my ADHD diagnosis. And, you know, once I went through the transformation process as a result of hypnosis, it just, it completely 
I let go of all of that. I stepped into this, you know, as I'd said, this full acceptance of self. And, um, but the struggles that I had prior to that, they were, they felt very real. They were holding me back from showing up as myself. And once I learned to let go, it truly allowed me to step into who I knew and who I felt in my core. I was always destined to be. So design your destiny is a... (laughs) (laughs) That's what you've done. You've helped me to design my destiny. So let's just set this up for the listeners a little bit. I'm curious how many of your clients look like they have it all together on the outside, but they're carrying this heavy, exhaustive weight on the inside? 97% of them. Easy. Easy. Same here. To everyone on the outside, they look like they got it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason for anyone to feel like this is normal life, right? You and I know that now because Mm -hmm. you and I both don't just talk the talk. We've walked the walk. We've been the person in the chair and we're going to get to that later. But you don't have to walk around feeling like there's this fog in your mind. There's this heaviness. Decisions don't have to be a challenge. Life can be easy. It can be fun. You can have success and you can have all of that. It can be you simple can have, and fun. You can have your cake and freaking eat it too. It's not selfish. It's the way we're meant to live because all of that other stuff is internal stress and internal stress makes us sick. Internal stress creates a lot of problems in our lives, i.e. ADHD. Why don't you share a little bit about what you know about that and why this is so important to you? Um, You know, I see, um, I'm speaking from my own personal experience and from working with my clients. You know, we're stuck in these repetitive patterns and Part of it is because we spend so much time stuffing down our emotions and we spend so much time trying to do all the things or trying to have these accomplishments and we feel like we continually fall short and we're falling short because we have these huge expectations of how we're supposed to show up in the world. And it's like this vicious cycle of, you know, trying to achieve a little bit of mastery in something, not having the success. And it puts us back into this feeling of unworthiness, like we're not good enough. And this cycle just continually plays out over and over and over again. And so for someone with ADHD, as a result of that, it ends up kicking the snot out of their self-esteem and they become self-defeated and their language, their self-talk, they're putting themselves in this box of, I'm not good enough. That's not possible for me because I have a neurodivergent brain and I'm super passionate about this, but I call bullshit on all of that. Like I'm a, I'm a hard no, because once you know what's on the other side and once you know what's possible for you, your whole life opens up. You said something that reminds me of one of the most important lessons. Well, there were a lot of important lessons and <laughs> It's hard to pick one single most important, but an important lesson from Jim Fortin, and that is expectations are the source of all unhappiness. Yeah. You know, it's 
it's expectations from these perceptions that we have from when we're a young child. We make meaning out of things and we make these interpretations of how we're supposed to be. And you know, neurotypical or neurodivergent brain, when we don't meet those expectations time and time again, it makes us deflated. It takes the wind out of our sails. Yeah. And I think it's important here with, with the work that we do, pretty much all of the insight that we work through to help people achieve in transformation revolves around misinterpretations related to expectations. However, and this is my understanding, correct me if I am wrong, but with ADHD, because the child, teenager, sometimes people don't realize they have this until they're an adult, you know, every time you get so close to the finish line and you fall short of someone else's expectations of how you should have done it, how quickly you should have done it, how focused you should have been, what it should have looked like. These are repetitive, what I call micro traumas. And some people, I think it was you that introduced me to the term big T trauma as opposed to little T trauma, but people don't realize that every time you fall short, you, you miss achieving that happiness, that satisfaction, that fulfillment. So what you feel is the opposite. It doesn't matter. A parent can sit there and look at a child all day long and say, oh, you shouldn't feel bad. Well, hello. Has there ever been a time in your life, mom or dad, when you wanted to do something, you wanted to get it right and you didn't, and you felt a little let down, but a true or false in an ADHD child, teen, even adult, this becomes a, a pile on. 110% true. And I actually think it's more detrimental as an adult, because when you're a child, you have all of you have so much more support in the home. You have your parents who are, who are cooking for you, who are helping you. They're doing all the chores. You're under their umbrella. And as an adult, when you step out into the real world, but for someone with ADHD, a lot of times, you know, they have these hampered executive functioning skills. So ability to focus and cognitively do step after step in the sequential air quote order. And so when you're an adult, and you're not able to perform based upon the expectations of what society has or how a normal, normal, said this really controversial word with me, how a normal person should be, it makes them feel so much shame and so much guilt, like they are not good enough. And so those traumas from, you know, very early on, but especially as we carry into those adult years, you know, you're bad at managing money, you're always late, you're disorganized. These are the stories and those stories that we tell repetitiously, that's the trauma. And so what I love about hypnosis is that, you know, it brings forth this ability to really permanently like to recognize the stories and to permanently shift that internal dialogue to have that that insight and to that's where the transformation happens when we shift that inner dialogue and so the the little t trauma everyone has the little t traumas those little t traumas they dissipate they're 
they're no longer. It's just an experience. And I want to highlight something. When when we, you and I are talking about hypnosis, there are a lot of different styles of hypnosis, but we're talking about transformative hypnosis where you use a very targeted approach. It's like a brain surgeon going in with a laser scalpel and removing a tumor. We go in and we look for the seed of these stories and we unplant that seed. I mean, have you ever been out in your lawn and you have the dandelions and you pull the dandelions up and the dandelions keep coming back? Well, if the seed never gets planted, the seed of misperception, the seed of the negative story, then you can shift things. And when you and I first like truly connected, there were, you were having an internal battle of your own because you were trying to decide, do I work on me? Do I train? Do I work on me? Do I train? Because I know this will help people. Talk a little bit about your decision and how bringing this into what you do has shifted the results that you're getting for your clients. Uh, yeah, that was a really... Um... I knew what hypnosis could offer from a transformative experience. And truthfully, I was, I'm just going to say it because I have no filter, but I was, I was desperate for that missing piece of the puzzle that I knew was there. And so, yeah, I was consulting with you about seeking out hypnosis sessions for myself. And I was also, you know, seeing my clients in an ADHD uh, coaching world and, I knew I'd seen so many that I could hear those deeply ingrained beliefs that weren't serving them. And coaching is brilliant, but I knew that I wanted to have a greater impact. My whole premise for becoming a coach was that I I wanted to change the world. And I know that might sound out there, but I knew I wanted to have this really deep and meaningful impact. And so I ended up, as you know, I did a combination of both. You know, I, I wanted to become certified in this, in hypnosis, because I knew how much of an impact it could have. And as a result, I did. I, I got the best of both worlds. You so know, I, I want to have... stop you right there for just a moment. With the training that you did with me, what was the biggest takeaway from that? Because the training in and of itself creates change. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a a culmination of a lot of things. For me, one, it was the, the understanding of how the subconscious brain works. It was the lifelong tool of learning how to do self-hypnosis, the style of hypnosis that you taught me from Cal Banyan, it it's just, it's so in depth and it really gets to the core of, like you'd said, a, a laser beam focus a, a, for brain surgery with like this scalpel that's so precise. And um I don't know how to summarize it in, in a way that does it justice. Honestly, I connected with, with 
you and you helped me to understand the hypnosis process, but you also helped me to understand what was possible for myself. And it's really this culmination of, you know, everything that you taught me and the experience that I had personally. Tell me about that. I think a lot of it, it's not even, I think, I I know I was wanting change and I was really frustrated because I was doing all the things yet I wasn't having the result. I was still holding back. And one of my highest held values is honesty and transparency. And uh, I like calling people on their shit. Like that's part of what I love about coaching. And so when someone works with me in a coaching role, I want to be able to compassionately call them on their bullshit. And I found myself holding back because I didn't want to I was always the person who was a little more outspoken, but I also sometimes chose my words a little bit delicately because I didn't want to offend somebody. And I still never want to offend anybody, but I am who I am. And so going through the hypnosis process and going through the training, I came to this place in life where I was 100% certain that I had enough knowledge. It actually... This is the greatest takeaway, one of, I got many, but one of the greatest takeaways from that, from going through the training and the hypnosis experience. It was my own personal hypnosis experience, but it instilled in me that I'm enough. I have enough knowledge. I have, I don't sign up for courses anymore. Like I've stopped. (laughs) I'm no longer seeking and I can't even pinpoint. It's just like all of a sudden I was just like, yeah. I I have enough knowledge and now I just need to go out into the world and share it. And that's just, that's what I do now. I've stopped doubting myself. I've stopped questioning. And I'm sure you've seen this pattern a lot with your clients. And I know I have, but like that shiny object syndrome of always looking and seeking and thinking that if I just do this, so it's almost as though if I do this, this will fix me. But that would imply that, you know, you're not a toy, you're not broken. And I know your clients get this. And I know mine do now as well. But it's this like, I'm enough. I'm exactly, you know, I'm creative, whole and resourceful exactly as I am. It's a powerful place to come from. It really, really is. And I've started adding coaching to what I do with my hypnosis because we have to be able to get into and recognize these stories because our stories can become a habit. And, you know, to really, like you say, compassionately call people out when they're getting into those stories and like this, this isn't who you are anymore. We help people shift their identity really is what we're doing and to create who it is that they want to be. Now, you and I chatted beforehand, and I'm just so everyone knows I'm bringing this up because she said it was okay. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We talked about walking the walk and not just talking the talk. What was it like for you to come through the other side of experiencing a transformative hypnosis session? Life-changing. (laughs) <laughs> and I know that's a, that's a pretty big claim. Throughout that 
experience, you know, I took advantage of the opportunity of the wisdom and the insight that I gained to truly, uh, so part of hypnosis, we're connecting with our subconscious brain. And that's where we, we hold on to all the memories and all the baggage. And when I was in hypnosis, those stories that you talked about earlier, Penny, a second ago, I was able to recognize the stories and to shift the internal dialogue and the dialogue completely set me free. The new dialogue from the wisdom and the insight that I gained while in hypnosis and um, I was hiding in my life and all I've ever wanted to do was show up as myself, my kids and my close friends. They see me as myself and I'm this, you know, previously they were the only ones who would see me. I'm like a dance in the kitchen, funny, quirky, goofy. Like my kids think I'm just the right amount of crazy. And now like everyone sees that side because from that insight and wisdom that I gained, it's just, it's fully given me permission. I gave myself permission to show up as myself and I no longer have that fear of judgment, fear of criticism, fear of acceptance. It's all gone. It's such a remarkable feeling. I, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware it was there. Like it, it wasn't like I could pinpoint it. Bingo, it, bingo. It's just it, this feeling. It's this feeling. It's this but feeling. I, I didn't know what it was, but once I, and I'm just like, oh, wow. It, that's what I gained from walking the talk. That's what I gained from going through hypnosis. And yeah, looking back after my hypnosis experience, I'm like, holy cow, like just, it was so prevalent. And now it's just gone. It's the most freeing, joyful way for me to be. It's just life. It flows and it's easy and it's simple. And I have these beautiful boundaries and i yeah, I can't say enough positive things. Yeah, and this is why I encourage all of my graduates to find someone that they resonate with and to do these sessions, to experience, to know what it is, to feel what you are asking your clients to do. It gives you a whole new perspective. Oh, it, definitely. It, it does to the point. And I mean, you and I, we touched on this uh, earlier in our conversation, but, you know, it's just, I'm drawn to like, now it's like, you know, I, I know I can offer this transformation to my clients and I just, I want to scream it off the rooftops because I have done a lot of programs. I have done a lot of work and I have been seeking and uh, I no longer seek. It's, uh, it's beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. I, and I love that to know that like from the inside out, you're exactly enough just as you are. You don't need anything from outside of you No, to be happy, to be fulfilled and to move through life with this sense of presence that I, I, I mean, um, you touched on something that I hear from so many people, like their relationships with their children change, you know, their spouses, 
Sometimes people get unexpected insights around what it is they're going to do moving forward once they connect with this inner knowing. And, but, you know, at the same time, those people in that situation are deciding what they're no longer available for. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I have to, I have to give credit to Cal Banyan for creating this process. You know, my, my program has more added to it, but the live portion of the training is 100% founded on on his process and his his curriculum and this isn't someone who's taken advanced techniques in hypnosis and just cobbled something together um, he's a, a a well-educated and scientific minded person and there is a purpose and a reason for each thing that you do and criteria that you use to gauge before you move to the next step And uh, it's a framework that once you have those basics and they're solid, and especially if you're already a coach, you're bringing so much knowledge and awareness into this process that it becomes extremely powerful. And I just love that about it so much. So where where is your business now? We've talked about, you know, kind of where you started and how you hadn't fully stepped in and you were missing that one little thing in your life as well as business. I mean, where, where are you now? Now I'm in a a completely different place from, Oh, I, I, I had started, I'd, I'd been coaching. I'd been in a coaching environment, but um, you know, I, I do. I believe in walking the talk. And I had that little bit of, of doubt. I was, my clients were getting transformations before the hypnosis experience, but they still had a lot of those, you know, some still had limiting beliefs. And um, now, um, you know, I I work with my clients in a a one-on-one environment and I absolutely, I love the intimacy of it. And now business is just, it's always been a, a fairly natural process for me, but it's just, it's easy and it's fun and my clients are challenged and when they get challenged it comes from a place of compassion and love and they experience the growth um, I've since integrated hypnosis into my practice and I now have married the two coaching is great I, I love the coaching aspect of it but I'm almost considering you know I'd always envisioned myself just doing one-on-one and now, since then, I'm going to be launching a group coaching program in September, where it's going to bring in that uh, the self-hypnosis portion of what you taught us. So teaching other people how to do the self-hypnosis so they can have that transformative experience. And so it's high-touch coaching for me, but it's so much deeper because I have this strong sense of self and the knowledge to back it up. And it's beautiful. I don't, you know, before I was only offering coaching and then I thought, well, you know, I'll only do hypnosis or coaching together or as singular objects or practices. I'm almost considering that the coaching and the hypnosis, they go hand in hand. If someone just does hypnosis with me, they still get the coaching aspect, but 
yeah, as far as business now, I feel like I'm so expansive and full of possibility of what's available to my clients. Yeah, I know I, that. I remember when we first connected there, there was, there was a lot of fear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have called it fear. Uh, now I know it's fear. You, you could call it fear then because you're trained to see it. Now I'm trained to see it, but then it was like, oh, you know, I, I think I can do it. Like the idea of me putting myself out there, like truly in the capacity that I wanted to, I was always a little bit hesitant. I couldn't pinpoint why. And now, you know, people hop on a call. I've never been attached to the outcome of whether or not someone chooses to work with me. That's mm-hmm. one, um, I think, really positive aspect of who I've always been. But now, you know, I don't get a lot of people that say no. Because I'm so passionate about, I know I can offer them a transformation. Like I have this deep inner sense of knowing. And so, you know, my business just continues to grow and expand. And, you know, I'd said I was a jack of all trades, you know, doing a lot of things really well. And my desire to become masterful in this arena is something that I'm just going to continue to put all my heart and soul into because it does it it meets the criteria of what I wanted my desire was to have this significant impact and I want to transform the way that people view themselves I want to transform the way people think about ADHD and it's all possible newsflash you are a master at what you do <laughs> well I, and I actually, you know, I'm at this place where I'm, I do, I, I love, like when I get off a coaching call or I get out of a hypnosis session, I am so fired up because I just love it. Like I can't, yeah. t- my, my kids know, like they can tell when they come home and, you know, it's after school and they come home and I am lit up and they're like, did you have a hypnosis session with a client today? And I'm like, yeah, I do actually. You always know when I've had a mind blowing session, when you go on Facebook and you're like, you see Penny's going, oh, there she goes again. She freaking loves what she does. I, yeah. I, I love the breakthroughs that all of my clients have, but sometimes I can see just how life changing and insight is going to be, but the client's not there yet. They've had the insight. They've had the breakthrough. They feel better but they haven't taken the training wheels off yet to test it. So I know that between this week and the next week, there's going to be some, some big epiphanies and ahas about the actual impact. You know, one thing we didn't talk about that I will share really quickly is um, when I was in hypnosis, my subconscious brain and my brain was so used to keeping me safe that, you know, I required, which is normal, right? Um, a couple hypnosis sessions, but I was actually resistant, like not intentionally, but my subconscious, our brain, when we're in hypnosis has the ability, like we're still completely coherent and we are a partner with the hypnosis professional that's facilitating the entire session. And it wasn't until I went into my third session that I fully was just like, okay, this is where my brain wants to go. Just allow it to go there. And um, that is actually where my breakthrough 
happened. And it was a beautiful insight for me because it gave me the ability to see also what the experience my clients will have. That there is that little, there can be, maybe, not always, some it's easy peasy. But yeah, I was a little bit resistant. And once I finally surrendered and I was like, hey, I'm here for the transformation. So let's go all in. And yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. And, and I love how you call it resistance. It, it, it's a little bit of a protective part because yeah. there's a part of us that knows that things are going to be different well, when we're finished. Uh, and and, and we, we love our identity. Even when our identity is not serving us, our identity is familiar. Well, it's it was, comfortable. It was keeping me safe. It was yeah. keeping me in this like protective little place of, but I didn't want to be in that place anymore. I was like, I know there's something flipping brilliant on the other side. So I just needed to step over. Flipping brilliant. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I'm so excited for you. And I've just really enjoyed watching how you took what you learned, incorporated into your coaching. I mean, you, you closed a high ticket client right out of the gate. You know, I mean, you you took the time and you practiced and, and, and implemented and, and you signed this client and got amazing results. And, you know, that brings me to something else that I, I think is important to mention when I talk about closing a high ticket client right out of the gate. Number one, you're an established coach. You know the people you serve extremely well. And the third piece is with the training that you took for the first time, I did it differently. I broke it down over four weeks so that you had time to absorb the material and to get in extra practice between our actual class meetings. And I think September of this year is the last time I will ever be offering this training as a seven days straight Sunday through Saturday. From now on, it will be broken down over three to four weeks because I see the benefit of the time between number one, it's easier for you to take a couple of days each week than to take a full seven straight days, 10 hour days to do this. So it's less exhausting. Your brain is more ready to receive the information. You have time to practice in between. I've create Facebook groups so that you can ask me questions. You can review your notes. You can sink into things and say, Hey, wait a minute. Did I get this right? Or did I not get it right? And all of you came out of class much more prepared and ready to even, you know, within a week, if you guys booked sessions with each other, so you could have the experience before you went and saw a paying client so that you, you have that foundation and you were solid before you ask somebody to pull out their card and pay you. What are your thoughts around that? I've been nodding my head the whole time you've been talking. Um, (laughs) I felt so well prepared because the information and the content is so in depth and the delivery of it allowed the opportunity to process all of the information, to practice and to implement so that I actually felt prepared to see a client. I wasn't 
scared. Like when I, you know, sometimes you learn something fresh out of the gates and then, you know, you're going to go and do it and you're a little bit nervous. I didn't have that feeling with this program. It was, and the content is thorough. And I still, I regularly reference my manuals. I regularly ask questions and there's so much information available and we're always growing. But, you know, anytime I've had questions, you're readily available to answer. So are the support groups for... That's um, right. We have the post Facebook group too for all the graduates of my program. Yeah, no, it, it was the format of it. It was so well laid out that I came out feeling very well prepared as a certified professional hypnotist. And I, I own that title now. Like I own it. Whereas, you know, I've done other programs in the past where I've been like, yeah, I'm a, and there was that doubt. I don't have the doubt. It was really well done. Like, thank you, Penny. So I want people to know where to find you because you are a very niche specialty and it's one that is very much needed. So where can everyone find you, be it social, website? Yeah, so uh, website is tinamadsen.com. So T-I-N-A-M-A-D-S-E-N.com. Instagram is Tina Madsen 2.0. I love (laughs) it. I changed my Instagram handle a while ago because I was just like, I am the new and enhanced version of me. So Tina Madsen 2.0. I'm on Instagram. I'm not on there a ton. All of my business is referrals. So I've been really blessed in that, um, you know, I've been fortunate in terms of not having to go out and constantly seek business. I get a lot of referrals. And I'm also on Facebook as as Tina Madsen. So look me up on there. Send me a direct message. I'm pretty sure you can find my phone number on there. Give me a call. Like so many people think that you can't call people. And I'm like, pick up the phone and call me if you got a question. I love it. I love it. And if you're interested in the learning more about the training, it's pennychason.com forward slash certify me and all the details of the upcoming trainings are there. And if you want to hop on a call and see if this is a fit for you, there's a link right there. You can can schedule a call. I will hop on Zoom and we will chat it out and see if it is the right thing for you. I'll see you guys all next week. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention creating stronger subconscious beliefs in raising our vibration to create the life that we desire, the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.